Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And we are back, Guys of a Certain Age podcast. I'm Robbie Koblenz with Art Shirley, Jay Reed, and special guest. Jake Jones. Jake Jones, who's on the producer headset. That's why he sounds the twelve-year-old wonderkin. I'm the I'm the <laughs> Wonder Boy. Yeah, uh, the he, one one trick wonder pony. I don't know something like that. One trick wonder pony. That sounds like a good band name. <laughs> so from back when I was in college. So Jake is one of our producers here at the shop, but he also edits and uh, helps produce this almost award-winning podcast. Yeah, the irony is not lost on me that I'm probably. 20 or more years younger than y'all. But How old are I edit you? Your podcast. How old are you? I'm 26. Okay, you're 30 years younger than I am. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you no, know, I, I, I was around when he was there, but that's not what they call it. <laughs> I could see how you would make that mistake. Yeah. You well, do have the beard. You do have, have the, the beard. beard. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I don't imagine, Moses. I don't imagine <laughs> Jesus with gray hair, though. No, he was Abraham. Methuselah right? probably like a better Abraham, <laughs> Father Abraham, Abraham, Father yeah, Abraham. There you yeah. go. Had many sons. We're gonna go into many now. sons, sirs. Yeah. So we many so, sons had Father Abraham. Sorry. Wow, and I'm one of them, and so are you. So, um, Jack's joining us because we thought it'd be fun to have, and he's waving. And he forgets this is not. Everybody here forgets that this is not a visual podcast. Look, I was a mascot for a few years, so like I'm all about physical communication because you can't speak when you're a mascot that should work well here jake yeah <laughs> let's just take the mic so from now on jake is going to be a guest of ours whether you yeah. hear him or not so uh, yeah jack yeah come on in yeah you don't need a microphone yes come on in you'll yeah. never know if yeah. i'm just, here just or point. if i'm just yeah. mascotting just mascotting oh boy oh boy so uh yeah so guys we had a nice book conversation before so we wanted to make this a, a two-parter we didn't we didn't set up a cliffhanger like in great, great geek fashion, we should have set up a cliffhanger in the last episode. What mm. were we thinking? I, I don't know. We were thinking we needed more coffee. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it's around lunch, so yeah. we were probably hungry. You yeah. should have just been in the middle of a story and then just like cut it off. Can you do that? Can I'll you do, do that. that? Yeah, I'll do that in post. I'll yeah, make that happen. Yeah, yeah there you go. So, no, that wouldn't be any good. Who knows? So we were talking books. So, so Jake, we'll get you up to speed. Do you even know how to read? I am illiterate, as a matter of fact. I cannot read. Uh, I really uh, connect with uh, LeFou from the new Beauty and the Beast movie when he's like spelling Gaston. He's like, I just remembered I can't spell this because I'm illiterate. And yeah, sorry. Not really. No, I, 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 I can read, and I've, I've, I've read a few books here and there. But generally, not a, you not don't a, read. Not a big – well, I, I like to read. I don't have enough – I don't have a lot of time to read. So TVs and movies and more importantly video games usually went out in my time free time that I would mm -hmm. spend time reading books. In college though I read a lot. I read the whole Harry Potter series in college and um, I can't think of any other ones that I read. It required that, reading your textbooks. Kind of well, things. there's those that's not but a lot, Jay. it's not a lot. It's let's not a lot. uh let's transition to Jay read and how many books do you read? On average, a year. On average, from the last thirty years, about thirty a year. Oh gosh, thirty a year. Show him the binder, Jay. The yeah, binder. The binder. The the Jay reads read. The binder, binder. where I write the down Jay everything reads. that I write in the, the genre that it's in. Oh wow! 
Yeah, he he took the nerd prize last episode. I think that has that has cascaded to this episode. I think I think Art and I have captured the the nerd geek prize the 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 first four or five episodes. Mm-hmm. But Jay, boy, his uh, his victory is uh, is pretty complete there with that. We may be looking waiting. at a dynasty. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> he's the Nick Saban of uh, he's the Nick Saban careful, of, uh, careful. Of, of book journals is what he is. So. Oh man! So we were talking about three ring binder. No, just sorry. I didn't get that. No, I, it was a ring championship ring binder, and you can cut that, can't you? Jay? I, I can. I could. Please, please do. I may not. Probably won't. Could. But pretty good. Uh, I thought you were going to try to make some sort of Lord of the Rings reference, which I'm going to now use to say that I have read the Lord of the Rings and go. the Hobbit. So okay. yeah, there you and go. And we talked about Lord of the Rings, and that was one of uh, Robbie's. So my gateway yeah. drugs. I mean yeah. books. And yeah, I had an it. uncle that uh, you know was a, a great reader and uh, introduced me to. A lot of movies, a lot of old time radio, but he also made sure he was the first one that got me the Lord of the Rings box, yeah. those box sets that we mm-hmm. talked about. So I had the Hobbit and the, and the Lord of the Rings books, and uh, all the Sherlock Holmes books. He would make sure uh, you know had those, and he was very much one who uh, would expose you to that type of literature. Which you know, as we talked about in the earlier episode, you know, during a certain period of our lives, was not necessarily an easy thing to find in bookstores. You know, uh, they they well, and, promoted like they are today. In, in general, fantasy and science fiction superheroes were not easy to find. Period. Right. Because I mean, we're in the golden age of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and in the DC attempts at a cinematic yeah. universe. Um, but even even before this last ten years of Marvel Studios. Um, I remember when Batman the Animated Series came on Fox in the afternoons. That was kind of an entry into common superheroes that you saw on a daily basis. Then there was the Justice League and Superman Animated Series that came on. And so back when we were kids, you had Saturday morning cartoons, and that was about it. Superheroes are so incredibly mainstream now, and it's just a whole different different ball of wax, I guess, at this point. Jake, when you read, do you tend to read books, or do you tend to read on Kindle, or do you Audible, or so books? Okay. I much prefer to have book, paper. I like to smell books. That's a yeah. weird. Thing. No, no, no. It's a common, it's a common thing. It's a yeah. common, Unless it's a comic strange, book, strange but comic thing. Yeah. I don't see. He I doesn't haven't read, comic, read books. comic books, but my I I earned my geekhood card from you from Art and and Robbie. Because they drilled me on Batman questions. We did. And I was able to answer every single one. It can be revoked at any time. Well, that's, you know. As long as you know that, you know. <laughs> I understand that, but uh, it's like I a had scuba it card point. at some point, you know. <laughs> if you don't if you don't cash it in. That's right. Uh, but yes, yeah, so Can they take it? scuba cards back? I think you have to get, no, maybe not. Do you not have to go back and get recertified every so often? For being a scuba diver? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you yeah, probably. Yeah, I think you probably. I feel like any of those type of licenses, what, you know what? Why don't driver's license, why don't they make well, you retake That is a pet peeve of mine. I think once you hit 60 or close to our age. Yeah, I really should probably not be driving. <laughs> you should have to retake a driver's license. In all seriousness, I know it becomes a becomes an independence issue, especially for elders, mm-hmm. but it becomes a public safety issue as well. Yeah. We so. have skated well, that's interesting. incredibly off the rails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Different, yeah that's rails, rails. Sorry. Does anybody here skate? <laughs> Look, Gee, Jake, we usually Art, are so on topic. Well, it hey, must be you. Look, Art, Art wow. asked about scuba diving things, and that made me yeah. think, you don't have to get your driver's license, so whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, back to our original topic of books. We, When we left our heroes last time, we uh, were discussing some, some books for Jay to read to get into fantasy and science fiction because 
Art and I. That's what we've read, and we want Jay to be as dumb as we are. <laughs> well, I should give you some background. I have read Chronicles of Narnia. I know that's not I've read sci-fi or whatever, yeah. but you don't have to raise your hand, Jay. Well, I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to validate myself with books, and I don't have that many. So that's probably one of the few series that I've read more than once. I, yeah. I love those as a kid. As an yeah. adult, read them both, and then I outgrew them when I was twelve. I've never read them. Okay. Whoa. Well, this is what I'm going to recommend Whoa. for you. Yeah. And I, I read one superhero book, and I wanted to see what y'all thought about it, The Death of Superman, uh, in the actual book form. The novelization oh, no, of no. the comic you, book? you got to read the comic book. It's not Would the graphic you? novel. Oh, I think I've read the comic book, too, but I've actually read the book. I actually have a copy of the comic books in their original covers. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. Along with The Death of Jason Todd. Spoiler alert, Robin gets killed. So... Well, I yeah. thought I was going to get some cred there, but Isn't apparently that not. Death no. and Family? Yeah, Death and Family. Okay, I was about yeah. to say, because you, spo- you spoiled it. You, you could have just yeah. said Death and Family. But. Yeah, yeah. Robin dies. The yeah. death of Robin. It's been what? But he's been resurrected, what, 14 times yeah, since? I was yeah, say. So, so you read, you read, so uh, we'll give you a little cred for that. So. Thanks, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, so we were talking about Gateway Books. We had talked about the uh, Foundation Trilogy by Isaac Asimov, um, which is really a book about doing nothing. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. so the it's right si- up my alley. Yeah, there you go. Except there's no cooking involved. The setup is you have this uh, this genius named Jay Reed. Now Harry Seldon, who uh, invents the, um, the 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 field of psychohistory. Is that right? That's right. Yep. And so he's able to predict events. And so this huge galactic empire that they're part of is about to come crumbling down. And so he decides we need to gather all human knowledge and put it at this foundation on the edge away from the Galactic Empire so we can preserve all the sum of human knowledge, a lot like an Ale- a library at Alexandria type of thing. And so that's essentially foundation, right? right? Yeah, oh yeah, great synopsis of it. Yeah, yeah. So great book, um, pretty deep. And uh, then we talked about Dune. Mm-hmm. And you do not need to watch the David Lynch version of the movie before you watch Dune. Or ever, really. Well, okay. no, I, I actually enjoyed it. I mean, Sting as a, Harkon- as a Harkonnen, that was pretty good, you know. So, But the, the whole idea, it's a very messianic uh, tale of this, this guy's foretold to come to the planet Arrakis, also known as Dune, to lead the Fremen people to freedom. And the galactic center of the universe becomes Arrakis then because Arrakis have these gigantic sandworms that are like, you know, hundreds of feet long, gigantic things that create a spice, which enables uh, certain members of the, of the spice. Spice we're eating the food now? Yeah. Yeah. So you like it. Uh, so, uh, so, okay. So food there's fiction, a, perhaps? So there's a spice <laughs> that's harvested from the worms that allows the members of the spacing guild to, with their enhanced senses, fold space. So spice enables faster than light galactic travel to happen. And so what happened, all these houses in the in this galaxy this galactic empire is a very feudal system and everybody's trying to 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 gain control of arrakis and this dude paul atreides ends up there and ends up being the messiah for the fremen people and taking control of the galactic empire on dune cool. do the spice girls fit into this anyway yeah no kind of like the the I wanna, star wars i want to i want to want to want to yeah, if you're going to be my space guild, you got to hang out with my space worms. Mm. Oh. Okay, I don't like okay. that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. So that those are great. Those are great sci-fi. Are they doing? Are they doing? 
yeah. A, a, a There's new, a new movie. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank yeah. you. Is it a movie or is it a limited no, series? Yeah, I believe it's a movie. Okay. And uh, there's some pretty um, pretty big names as I pull up on my iPad. Uh, Dennis Neva, I can't ever pronounce whoever that is. Um, who all? Who has he got? Um, it's a guy who um, directed Blade Runner twenty forty nine. They've got some pretty big names involved. This is a new Dune. This is a new movie. Dune movie, and the uh, one with the spicy worms. Yeah, yeah, with the spicy. We worms. talked about Starship <laughs> Troopers a while back. That's yeah. a good one to read. Uh, um, uh, Dave Batista is playing uh, um, Robin Harkonnen. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård, who was uh, Thor's favorite scientist from the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, is playing uh, Baron Harkonnen. Uh, see if there's any others. Oscar Isaac is playing uh, Duke Leto Atreides. Uh, and then, let's see, Javier Bardem is playing Stilgard, the leader of the Fremen. So there's pretty big... Uh, um, pretty big names in here. So. Sounds like what I need to do is what I'm doing with Harry Potter now. Read the book, then watch the movie. You need to. You need how to many read the books book. are? How many books are in there? Like 88. Okay, but there are only four that really. 88 Dune say, books. That's, that's really. Yeah. I guess the question yeah. I had. There's really four books. That, yeah. So that you got to read Dune, Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, and God Emperor. Yeah, of Dune. but they. That wow. And in yeah, the fourth one, where books. In, in the fourth book, where the protagonist becomes a space worm, a spice worm, a, yeah. a, a worm of Dune. Now, it's pretty cool. What yeah. a are plot those, twist! Were those yeah, all? Spice, were those all maybe. Frank Herbert books? Because I know those four are. And then afterwards, yeah. like yeah, the son, son Brian picked up some. So those are great. Uh, but that's a that's a really good entry for for science fiction. Um, so, so Jay brought up an interesting point about reading the Harry Potter books before you watch them. Is that what you said? Right. Did I? I don't want to backtrack if you've already talked about this, but that's okay. Where do y'all stand on watch the movie first or read the book first? I'm assuming I know. Well, what I've Jay seen, stands, but my my daughter and my wife love to watch the movies, and they've read the books, or my daughter has. So I've seen bits and pieces of most of the movies. But I made it a point this time to read the book and then watch the movie immediately mm. so that I could make the comparisons. Oh, okay. Um, Pretty fresh. Right. Yeah. Some friends of ours, they have a rule that you cannot see the movie unless you've read the book. And if that means you're sitting your butt at home while the rest of your siblings are going to see the movie, tough luck. Yeah. Yeah. See, I tend to enjoy the movie better if, if you, I haven't read the book. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. You could see the movie? No, I could see Jay's. Jake's point. Um, we have too many J's. Yeah. J words. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, the youngin. And, and, the whippers. And more often than not, probably, you know, uh, I will have read uh, the book of that kind of movie. But, uh, but you know, this, I, I agree with you completely. Sometimes you go into a movie. Uh, and of course, they can spoil it either way. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to a movie and then when, if you read the book afterwards, you have this predisposition of who these characters are and they may or may not be what the author had in mind in the first place. Right. But, um, but with Harry Potter, I did that. I read them, you know, would read the book before the the movie and enjoyed both either way. I thought that the you know the the movie just served as an illustration of, of what it, was going yeah. on. Yeah, they're each their own experience. They yeah. really are. But I, I had seen enough of the movies that when I read about Severus Snape, I'm picturing the guy right. from the movie. Right. So it's not like I have that. So to so go J.K. For. Rowling actually based Severus Snape off. Alan Rickman. Yeah, I was really? going to say he's perfectly yeah. cast, and I thought most of uh, most yeah. of the Harry Potter, uh, especially the core group and, of people, were unlike perfectly. unlike Episode One with Anakin. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad taste in my mouth. All right, so that's a gateway to science fiction. Let's give you some gateway to fantasy books. Um, 
You you've read Lord of the Rings? I can't remember. It's I've been... read The Hobbit, but I've not read the the Lord of the Rings series. So the thing that differentiates the Lord of the Rings from The Hobbit, obviously, is that it's much longer, um, and it has a lot more elven songs in them. So yeah, you... which really. Yeah. Can drag the book down. Yeah. So just, I, I don't think. Is I've, there a CD that comes with it? No, there's not. <laughs> no. You probably wouldn't want it. So I don't. Or a cassette tape. Do we speak high elvish? I don't speak high elvish. Do you speak high elvish? I don't. Yeah. Or Klingon for that yeah. matter. Uh, so if you just skip those and go into it realizing that you don't need to read those. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Because those can really slow the book down. I just, when I and got to those, I just, I kind of skimmed them. And then, so yeah. there's no and plot. See, I have. Miss I, any plot in there. Yeah. I actually probably been one of those that enjoyed the movies, the first three movies more so than the books. Really? Yeah, I really do. I, know I don't know. I can continue yeah, this. Right. I've seen I the movies. I, I, I can that. say that. But uh, I think it's because maybe had I taken that idea that I don't have to. I'm just one of those that if I'm reading, I feel like I have to read every word. Yeah. And so uh, yep. it really did kind of slow things down. Plus, there's a lot of traveling in the in the story in general and in books. It can get to be kind of like, oh, well, he's going down this road and <laughs> maybe he'll get there and Maybe he won't. I like That's poetry. Fun. Would the Elvis Yeah, oh, absolutely. Then it's right up your yeah, right, yeah, right up your alley. Yeah. I've written and, a little bit of poetry. Yeah. yeah. I have too. Oh, I've had some poetry published. Have Ooh, you? yeah. I got fourth place in a poetry slam once at the arts festival. Wow. Out of four. I won the whole thing. <laughs> Not a poetry slam. So <laughs> art? Yes, I've written poetry as well. <laughs> in fact, some of my cartoons have uh, poetry in them and yeah, also have some songs that are out there. Are they in Elvish? No, they aren't in Elvish. Well, they 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 don't. Count. Elvish Costello, maybe, but <laughs> can you cut that one, Jack? Yeah, yeah, anything you want, Art. Yeah, just let you. me know. Yeah, yeah. And, and we go to. I'm not in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be two guys of a certain age in a mute age. sidekick. What um, was Alan Dean Foster stuff that he did? Song uh, the. Uh, well, the oh, Song of the Wind. Yeah, no, like that. No, no, no. That's uh, that's the King Killer Chronicles. Yeah, uh, that's I, the one I, I know Alan Dean Foster. Yeah, yeah. I know Alan Dean Foster from Star Splinter Trek. of a Mind. Yeah, Eye. that's right. Also yeah. did some Star Trek. Uh, yeah, uh, script and novelizations. But um, uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, yeah, it's a great book. It is. It is. Of course, no longer part of canon. Hadn't that's been right. part of canon for that's years. Right. I would say a Gateway series that's a lot of fun to read. Um, to get into fantasy would be the um, the Belgariad series by David and Lee Eddings. Have you ever read the big Belgariad? Not, uh. Pawn of Prophecy is the first one, and it's a hero's quest, and um, it is it is based. There are there are no um, non-human races in it, so you don't have orcs and goblins and things like that. And it's basically a, an Arthurian type of thing. A, a king comes back oh, cool. and, and takes the throne. I won't tell you who's the king, um, but it's it's great. It's a five-book series, the Belgariad. Really easy to read. I got into it, I guess, when I was in eighth or ninth grade. Um, and it's it's just it's a lot of fun. It's got magic in it, but magic's a little bit different. You've got the myth of, of, of wizards who have faded from, from – um, common knowledge and it's all coming back full circle um and then there's a sequel to that called the Malorian Malorian something like that sorry David Eddings if you're listening they live in a marsh the marsh Malorians no they don't no wow wow that was a really puffy joke um so that's a great series and it's an easy read it's a lot of fun Um, you'll put these in the show notes for me right there's a reason. It's a reason I've been asking you guys to write descriptions. We probably should do show notes now. We probably should. Yeah, yeah. Spell sure. singer. 
Spellsinger. Yeah, uh, the yeah. Spellsinger. S-I-N-G-E-R. Yeah. 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 I didn't like those that much. Did you not? I liked those a lot. I thought no. those were good. They, kinda, they may have been a little too tongue-in-cheek. For, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like my fantasy series. That's why yeah. I never liked the Piers Anthony Zanth novels. Oh, okay, but I, I liked that's what I liked about the uh, the uh, Spellsinger stuff was had a little fun to it. And a lot of times there was uh, uh, callbacks to what's going on in real in real life. You know, yeah. it, there, there were puns and that kind of stuff. And then if you want to graduate from from something, you know, like we're talking about going from foundations to something really deep. The Chronicles of Thomas Covenant, The Unbeliever by Stephen R. Donaldson. That's the white gold wielder. That's the white gold wielder. Oh, man, that's great stuff. That that heavily influenced me as a teenager, probably not for, for good. It's about a guy who's a best-selling author who um, ends up contracting leprosy because yeah. his parents are – uh, his parents were mission workers or something and when he was a kid. And often you contract leprosy when you're exposed to it as a as a, as a young person, as an infant, as a kid. So he ends up with leprosy. His wife leaves him with their baby boy, and um, he ends up having to get two fingers off of his right hand amputated because of the leprosy. He ends up going to a magical world called the land where the greatest hero in the land is a guy by the name of Barak Halfhand who had the last two fingers on his right hand taken from him and he has a white gold wedding ring it's the only thing left from his marriage and white gold is the ultimate magic talisman in the land and it's a very very unique very adult themed book uh there's rape there's murder um but it really it 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 really tackles self-guilt and how much are you responsible for in your own life and how much can you affect things um, and it was a New York Times bestseller. So there were there were three trilogies: uh, the first Chronicles, the second Chronicles, and the third Chronicles. The third Chronicles, uh, yuck! Sorry, Stephen R. If you're listening, somebody really needed to edit it. Much like the Hobbit trilogy movies needed to be one big yes. movie. <laughs> the uh, the 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 third Chronicle of Thomas Covenant, the Unbeliever needed to be only one book and not four. And I only read the first trilogy, but I, I, it was very good. And like you said, very different. Did you ever read the Gaia trilogy from John Varley? You know, I read Titan. Yeah, I and that was t- the best of the three. I own Titan, and yeah. uh, I enjoyed that. Did you ever read Dying Earth by Jack Vance? I did and not. The, but and I, the Dying Earth stuff. Yeah. And that was, uh, the Dying Earth was kind of the first series that was kind of a science fiction fantasy meld, uh, which was kind of, but I, I enjoyed I enjoyed. Uh, yeah, Titan was great. Titan. And I think he wrote the follow-ups much later. Yeah, and that's about talking of getting off the rails, it kind of lost a lot of the initial charm to me that the first yeah. one had. Uh, but it's also a very adult, uh, and again, a science fiction fantasy kind of thing. It's it's science fiction in, in terms of the way they get uh, to where they are, but once they're within this world, it's very much a, a fantasy. Kind probably of not thing. something fourteen-year-old me should have read. No, that's a yeah. That was probably way too young to read. Yeah, before. that was probably way too young to read that book. I read so. it last year. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the big print version? Yeah. Oh, oh. Did that hurt? Yeah, it did. Yeah, you know, I, I realized um, definitely a geek of an old age when the old man glasses I wear are no longer ironic. You know, <laughs> of course you should wear those Floyd glasses there. That's right. That's right. Floyd the Barber from the Andy Griffith oh, yes. Show. Yeah. Yes. Now you're getting into it. If you didn't get that reference, yeah, I guess that uh, – did yeah. you get it, Jake? Uh, Do you know who Andy Griffith is? Yes, yes, Okay, yes. okay yeah. good, good. Where did he live? <laughs> 
Okay. Mayberry. Yeah, Mayberry. hey, that's great. Interesting bit of trivia that you might remember. There was a place here in Startville called the Blue Goose, which was a sandwich shop, and all their sandwiches were named after uh, characters from the Andy Griffith show. Really? That's wow. right. It didn't, didn't wasn't around that long, or else maybe I was out of town when the Blue Goose was. I remember eating there once or twice. Yeah, it was when I moved here in 91. It was here. It was going for three or four years. Then uh, it was the first Rush Room in uh, in Starkville. That was back when Rush Limbaugh jumped to his prominence as king of talk show radio. And you would have... You have places across the United States that would play Rush Limbaugh at lunch, and, and folks would just be quiet and eat, and it was called a Rush Room. So they did a Rush huh. Room here. And the only reason I know that is because I worked for the radio station that had it, so it was kind of a cool little marketing gimmick. But uh, I believe TV Guide wrote – somebody asked in a, in a column to TV Guide one time, was it really a Mayberry in North Carolina? And said, no, but you could go relive Mayberry in the Andy Griffith Show at the Blue Goose in Starville, Mississippi with yeah. all their – you know, Andy but there is a town in North Carolina that Rocky that Mount is modeled after that. Um, well, but Rocky, we had the sandwiches here. Rocky Mount <laughs> is where Andy Griffith was from, and that's what he based Mayberry on. And there's Pilot Mountain over there for mm-hmm. Mount Pilot, Pilot uh-huh. and I forget the name of the city, but there's a Raleigh. There's a it's snappy, actually snappy lunch. No, this is a little oh, okay. small town. Ta- okay, yeah, they have a snappy lunch, and yeah. Raleigh is real. Wow. Raleigh's a big town. Yeah, it's, a, it's the re- <laughs> it's where they would not, go. Well, let's circle back around. I have a question. We talked about, we got just a minute or two. Yeah. Jake said that he likes to hold the books to smell them. I've said that before. <laughs> Not just to smell them, to read them. smell o no, Pretty much, I just smell them. I skip to the synopsis, close it up, put it down, and said, man, what a great His sense of smell is so good, he can get this plot. I can get the so so how, would you, how would you get the sense of smell into a Cliff Notes? That's a good question. Maybe one of those little scratch and sniff stickers that they have. <laughs> okay, sorry, Jay. All right, go ahead. Well, we, this may be, we may get to another third part on this, but when you look at books versus Kindle versus, like I've got an Amazon Fire Kindle. I also have a Kindle app, and I've read probably half of the Tidying Up book that's so popular on Netflix now, mm-hmm. Marie Kondo, I believe. Is it but sparking joy for you? Uh, well, <laughs> I need to take my books to see which ones okay. spark joy. Whittle it down. But I, I don't really read much on Kindle. It's nice to have. I think my... My Kindle Fire came, instead of a power cord, it came with two sticks to rub together. That's how I charge it. Uh, wow. It's, it's just, the Flintstone version. It's right. charged by fire. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There you go. So, but I mean, do y'all, what was, what's your overwhelming book that you hold in your hand or Kindle or audio, audibles? Mine has gotten to be audible lately. Uh, um, now, and, and what I really like to do is get the Kindle that's got the whisper sync so that I can read it when I feel like reading it, and then you know put it down, and the audible kicks in right where I've left off. I did oh, that. that's kind of creepy. Yeah, no, it's great. I did that with The Martian when that book came out. Andy Weir's Martian. I um, own that book. That's a, yeah. And you paper actually have the, okay, and read so it. I've got it on with Kindle. my eyes. Yeah, I read it with my eyes as well, and listened with my ears. Wow. Yeah. And, and sniffed with your nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boy, I don't want to know what The Martian smells like. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, especially towards the end. Probably. Well, that's why I, I read food novels. Yeah. Uh, that's why I read so, so do you go shopping based upon what you're reading so that you've got the ingredients there at home? If they talk nah. about a lemon, you go and... But it is inspiring. I mean, I read sure. about things and they go, I'd like to try that. Yeah. Or that sounds nasty or whatever. I'm not going to try that. So, yeah. I, I prefer to have the book. Uh, but I have finally succumbed to the fact I need reading glasses. It's something I've denied for a while. Um, 
And so that's kind of hindered me reading because I don't, because I wore glasses all through my younger years, then got LASIK, the greatest thing ever, and said, no, I'm not going to wear glasses ever again. And little did I know in my, now you have to, my pride and avarice. For reading primarily though? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but I prefer the books. See, I'm not a big, I'm not a big audio book person. I can't, I just. It's because they come on cassettes. (sighs) No, they don't. You have like Audible and all these other great services, but I just can't focus if they're if they're telling me the story. I, I get lost. Yeah, um, there's a, it, it, people will say they listen to them while they drive, and that's harder for me to do. But if I'm, uh, like I said, I'll sit there with the you know headphones on or whatever, and if I'm planning on listening to the story, I can do that. Now the problem is sometimes you fall asleep and you wake up in like <laughs> two hours of going by and going, I don't, don't know where I'm in the book. I, I do that with Netflix. I do. That yeah. Netflix, oh yeah. Too. Yeah. Are you still there? Is that, you know. <laughs> No, I'm not. Hulu doesn't have that feature, and it would be really nice. But you know, because I know no one's still there. No, yeah. just... <laughs> wow, Hulu burn. That's wow. right. Not coming after you, Hulu, for raising your price. <laughs> Did they raise? Yeah, well, they raised Net- their price for Netflix the. Uh, raised their price too. So yeah, but Hulu lowered theirs for their Hulu Live. Yeah, but raised their. Uh, or was it the other way around? No, I'm sorry. They lowered theirs for their regular one, and then raised Hulu Live five dollars a month. See, I don't need to know about live. I'm good with just rewatching later. You want to be dead? You want Hulu dead? Absolutely. Yeah. Hulu dead. Hulu dead. Hulu dead. That's the home of the new home of the Walking Dead. But I like Hulu too. So, which yeah. did anybody I, watch the Walking Dead? Premiere? I watched it. For, oh, I, I the mid season premiere. No, I watched the uh, Walking Dead until they killed someone that I just could not take. And you could move. Past. Most of the people yeah. dead on there already. I, I've never watched it. And no. they walk. <laughs> no majority. Yes, are <laughs> yeah. dead, but. Uh, yeah. So, so it's it's interesting. They they announced that uh, the character that Michonne will be leaving. Yeah, and so Rick Grimes, played by um, Andy Lincoln, Andy Lincoln, who's British. I had a hard time with that. That was just really kind of bizarre to me. But anyway, so he's transitioning to movies. Michonne is going to transition to those same movies as well. So just Daryl and Carol are left. It's right? the Daryl and Carol in, in the Judith yeah. show. Yeah, okay, my yeah. other brother. <laughs> Oh man, we we could even talk about. We should do a whole episode on Newhart. Oh, isn't that a great show? And, and best and finale of any show ever, ever, ever. Breaking Bad comes a, runs a close second. No, it does not. But well, I no. yeah, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> best finale ever. Do you know the finale? It, it, abs- it absolutely. I am, is. I'm not familiar with Newhart. I don't think oh. at all. So, so you have to have watched the Bob Newhart show. He's very dry, yeah. very droll. Fabulous comedian in the 60s and 70s. Just really, really funny. And then he had a show called The Bob Newhart Show, which he was a psychiatrist. Right, a psychiatrist Wasn't it just called Newhart? The, the second no, one? No, the, the second, second one's one called Newhart. Newhart. That's what I was yeah. talking about. Yeah, we're talking about the first one. I think My you may apologies. have said the first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Listen, play, yeah. play along at home better. Suzanne Plachette plays his wife in the old show. They're, you know. And so they have this swank New York apartment, and he's got this practice. Then the the second show, which happened, what, four years, five years after the Bob Newhart show, was just called Newhart, and he was an innkeeper in New Hampshire? Was that right? Somewhere in New Hampshire. Or England, Vermont. Vermont, maybe. I mean, Vermont. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. I've been to both places, and they look about the same, no yeah. offense. Um, <laughs> and, and, oh, and a uh, shout-out to our Sugarlock listeners. Sorry about that. I should have apologized last episode. I've actually been to Sugarlock, and I had relatives who lived there, so sorry about that. Um, anyway. Vermont. Vermont. Mm-hmm. So, so he's an innkeeper, and it's very eclectic very eccentric he's got a handyman who doesn't do a whole lot yeah then there's there there's three brothers 
I forget what the guy. Larry, Daryl, and, and my other brother, Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Newhart's whole thing was he plays the straight man, in, and it was even expounded upon uh, with the Newhart show, but he plays a straight man, and he's got this cast of characters around him. Mm-hmm. And uh, But with Newhart, they really took it to a different level. They did. They did. Yeah. And then the, the season finale of the, of the, the second show – you cut from the last the last scene in the end and it's a darkened room it's a bedroom and this guy sits up in bed and it turns out the whole second tv show was a dream of of bob newhart from the first tv show and suzanne plachette's there it's like honey i just had the weirdest dream in the world it is i've forgotten about that and the thing is as soon as the lights come up those that knew both shows go, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're doing this. And Suzanne Plachette, you know, wakes up that one and played his wife for the first series, and they both start going to bed. He goes, yeah, I, I dreamed I was married to this uh, this wife that uh, wore sweaters all the time, this you know nice looking redhead or whatever yeah. it was. And then she wakes back up, and says, what are we talking about? So, yeah, it was really. <laughs> it really is the best spoiler ever. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. If it's more than thirty years old, it's not <laughs> right. a spoiler. If it was around before Jake was born, it's not a spoiler. Okay. So. Wow. All right. Well, Jake, thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, thanks for having yeah. me. Sorry, I don't have a lot of book knowledge to contribute. We'll have to do but, this again with you know. the topic that uh, maybe like uh, Kingdom Hearts or something. Yeah. I, hey, you want guys want to talk video games? We just, don't. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, that was just me being polite. Just hit Jay, me up. Thank you, Art. I appreciate yeah, the politeness. So our our game playing stops at N sixty four. It's more of a mine super. was Pong. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. Centip- centipede is where yeah. I landed. Oh man. <laughs> Banjo Kazooie. I can I can talk Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Where I started. There you go. It's where I finished, and it's <laughs> as a torch. The ton, yeah. yeah, and it's where we're gonna finish. So guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.